Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Burlington Behind the Story, where we give you an inside look at the week's biggest stories and learn more from the journalists who reported them. I'm Gianluca D'Elia. And I'm reporter Lisa Brote, and this week we have George Wollstone in the studio to talk to us about what's going on at Paws in Mount Laurel. Uh, so George, can you give us a little bit of background on the situation? Paws Discovery Farm was founded in 1979 by Kate and Charles Tweedy. Uh, the farm is on the grounds of a 18th century uh, farm, um, the Darnell family farmstead, and it's basically um, an educational center for children. You know, um, kids can go there and and get right up close to farm animals. There's pigs, goats, uh, sheep, chickens, um, anything you find on an American farm. And there's also um, an educational center there as well. So in 2017, the farm came under control by the Discovery Museum, a kind of like similar museum center in Cherry Hill for children. Um, They basically had a management contract with the township to operate the farm. And in April this year, they signed a three-year extension to you know, continue the management of the farm. That is until November when, after meeting with financial consultants, uh, the Discovery Museum had to notify the township it could no longer operate the farm and that in 60 days it was going to cease the total operation of it. And what has the reaction been like since that announcement? Maybe first from the local government and also uh, from people living locally? So the government kind of felt like they were stabbed in the back. Um, They had a good working relationship with Discovery. They thought they found a long-term partner to manage the farm. So their initial reaction was, um, was pretty harsh. They called it a disgrace. They said, you know, we we just paved. They just made capital improvements to the parking lot after the extension was signed, and they and they said they wished Discovery Museum had given them more time to find a long-term partner to replace them. Do you have a sense of what went wrong financially? Uh, was it declining inten- attendance, increased costs? So the the founding or the. The director of the of the farm and of the Discovery Museum, Kelly Lyons, said it was a number of things. Um, one was, you know, the business is kind of based on you know how the weather is. You know, it's an outdoor farm. If you have a rainy season, you're not going to earn that much that much money. Um, another is 
was the rising cost of maintenance to the farm. It's an old farm, and they they required a lot of they required a lot of care, as well as you know taking care of the animals. Um, Lions also told me that when they had first started, they had a sponsorship through a Whole Foods Markets Foundation, um, and when that Amazon had bought Whole Foods, I guess the criteria for the funding they were receiving changed, and they look no longer met. They no longer met it, um, so they lost some or some revenue there. And the rising cost of minimum wage too on a farm that you know requires a lot of employees. A lot of the employees are, are young kids. So the minimum wage in New Jersey jumped from eight eighty five in two thousand eighteen to ten dollars in two thousand nineteen. So that was another cost that the museum had to um, had to cover that they weren't really anticipating. And um, basically. Um, basically just a combination of all those kind of unanticipated costs. And before all this happened, what was kind of this place's role in the community? Was it really well known to a lot of people and a lot of younger kids in the area? Um, it was, it was a community center, um, for lack of a better, better term. They had tons of events around the holidays. Um, it's a place where, you know, a lot of young children first got to experience, you know, seeing what a pig looks like or petting a pig or petting a horse. Um, you know, it's where grandparents get to take the kids on a day off from school. You know, it's a place where a lot of special memories were formed. So I get the sense the community isn't going to let this go without a fight. What are the efforts that have been taken so far? So almost less than 36 hours since the museum announced it was closing it announced on tuesday that it would close its doors for good a petition is circulated online that has over 11,000 signatures right now um, a lot of residents are questioning why the township did not grant the one proposal submitted to manage the manage the farm the proposal came from the original founders uh, Kate and Charles Tweedy, and they pledged fifty thousand dollars to make the initial improvements um, and seed money to kind of get the farm back up and running. Then they anticipated they could earn another fifty thousand dollars in revenue to cover the cost of the farm for the rest of the year. Um, their hope was that they could cover the farm for the rest of the year and they'd find a new manager. Uh, the township basically was looking for a long-term commitment and more of a financial commitment than that. Um, so residents, you know, have been very angry, um, very upset, very, uh, you know, devastated, I guess, that some, you know, a place where a lot of people probably have great memories with their children when they're young um, will be, you know, no more. You had a chance the other day to visit uh, the Paws Discovery Farm. What was it like to be out there after everything that has happened this week? Yeah, so after they announced they were closing on Tuesday, they said they would open up for one last time the, on Wednesday. Um, so I went out there yesterday, Wednesday, and you know when I pulled up, you know you see cars lining the street, and you're like, this can't be, you know, for the farm. I, at least I wasn't expecting it. 
Um, but it was, you know, the parking lot was slammed. I had to park over a block away in, in a in a private neighborhood um, and walk there. And it was, you know, it was it was sad. A lot of people I spoke with who worked there or who were involved in, you know, trying to save the animals. They, you know, they were started getting emotional when you would talk to them. Um, I spoke with one family who would go there all the time and had a membership and they, you know, the mother said they were bombed. Um, I spoke to one family from Philadelphia who went there for the first time before it closed. And, you know, she told, the mother told me she, she wanted to take her kids there because it was one of the few places nearby where, you know, children growing up in a city like Philadelphia have access to, to the outdoors and to animals like that. Um, I spoke to a mom whose kids, you know, loved the farm when they were younger and she just kind of wanted to stop by and take it in one last time. Speaking of the animals, um, these efforts to bring the farm back aren't successful. What's the current plan for their future? So one, most of the animals there, there's over 200 animals, are going to the Forgotten Angels Horse Sanctuary. Um, it's a it's a horse sanctuary run by a woman named Darlene Sutnick. She's property in Medford, Pemberton, and Waterford. So she was originally planned to take just the animals the Discovery Museum owned um, and keep them on her property and farms until you know they could find new homes for them. Um, but she also you know realized that a lot of these animals are used to spending time around each other. So the township agreed to send its animals that it owns, you know, if it was part of a bonded group at the farm to to Darlene Supnick's uh, property. So they'll, they'll be there until they can find more permanent homes. And this group that's put together the petition, um, what do they hope will happen? They, they want to keep the farm open. Um, they want the township to reconsider the Tweedy's rep proposal. Um, they think it's going to at least buy them more time to find a more permanent, you know, solution to this. In addition to the petition, there's an, also a Facebook group has started, Save Paul's Save Paul's Farm, and they they basically they just want to see it, you know, stay open. So people in the community want to get involved. Is there any way they can do so? Yeah. So. Um, Forgotten Angels, I know, is looking for donations to help build a chicken coop as well as install like chicken fencing at their farm, which they were, aren't necessarily prepared for. Um, so if you want to donate, you can reach out to them directly. I'll, I'll list their website here. It's faernj.com. Well, thank you so much, George, for coming on the show with us. Thanks for having me. And... Just a reminder to everyone listening, you can find us on Google, Apple, and Spotify now, in addition to on our website, BurlingtonCountyTimes.com. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you again next week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of... Uh, human remains that are left.
Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.